This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. I'm Kevin Hart. This is another segment of State of the Arts talking about what's going on locally and around the world, around the country, regarding all sorts of theater and artistic endeavors. I am joined once again by Gus Gordon. How are you doing, Gus? Kevin, I'm okay. How are you, sir? I'm doing all right. Um, Songs for a New World. Good, thank you. Songs for a New World premiered over the weekend, and it was a wonderful production. It was awesome, and it it went off without Thank you. I'm so glad you liked it, Kevin. We We were thrilled with how it came out. You know, we had a few glitches here and there with getting the the technical aspect working. And, you know, we had to learn the ticketing system ourselves with the streaming platform. But in execution, I think for most people, it came across really, really well. And we had uh, Jeremy Geckner, who is um, a wonderful um, uh, actor, singer, performer. Um, He runs with Craig McFarland, the Front Row Network, and a few other folks. Mm -hmm. And he's a technical guru. He did our... He um, did all the video editing and, and um, switching and so forth. He did a, a great job oh, with the God, post-production. Yeah. So it really looks slick, and I, I was very pleased with the finished result. Yeah, absolutely, as you should be. And um, it looked great. Um, it's um, I, I was watching it through my TV, um, which was, was great to see. Um so I I could tell some of the because I know usually when uh, shows are recorded you patch into the soundboard um, and I could tell right. as, um, Craig had I talked to Craig Williams a little bit uh, a week or two ago and he said that uh, his brother um, was Kurt helping Bob. Kurt Bob yes was helping out with some of the sound design and how they had uh, mic'd the instruments separately and they were sort of mixing that in with the vocals so I could kind right. of I could even though I was watching it through my TV and I. You know, the TV in my room doesn't have a sound system; just the speaker coming out of it. But I could tell that there was uh, there was some, you know, so they they were mixing that around um, just because I'm you know familiar with some sound editing stuff myself. But it was it was really cool to sure. you know see this really was, you know, t- you know, they t- did, uh, technically. Yeah, Kurt Bob Williams did a super job. He mixed it for a recording. He didn't mix it for the house. He didn't mix it for the theater. Right. So as we're recording it, and it was uh, Jeremy Geckner, myself, and Brett Rutherford who were. Uh, doing the the camera work, we couldn't really hear it as clearly, even though the actors were you know twenty feet away from us. But it, he was recording it just for the the um, the broadcast for the streaming. Right. And I thought he did a magnificent job. It just sounded so wonderful. He he mic'd each individual orchestra member. He mic'd each actor obviously, and was able to come up with a great sound mix. That even if you closed your eyes and didn't watch it. The sound uh, quality was super, and uh, it was a really um, rewarding first experience with this kind of thing. And um, I know that the Springfield Theater Center got their production recorded this weekend as well. Uh, Dave Kane was helping them with their video production for The Spirit of Lincoln. And um, so we've got another show coming up shortly, probably in November sometime, that will be, you know, fun to watch. So there, there is some local product being developed that's out there for people to um, enjoy from their homes, but they're not watching a national show or they're not watching a show that was taped five years ago. They're watching something that's new, that's been freshly created with local talent, and uh, that's really kind of a cool thing to be trying to do during this pandemic. Yes, and it, it is it is cool the way it is 
this and they they mixed it as well i'm sure um what they could with the spirit of lincoln and you know sort right. of talking about the well, uh, the sound mixing Kurt with Bob did the the sound for that too right. so it's going to okay. be equally so great it'll be good. Sure. yes yeah. absolutely cuz you know yes when you're mix mixing for the house is different for mixing um for a recording and if you're able to right. watch something either with headphones or even just uh with the speakers on your TV it it's it's a different you know different sounds come out you know, not accounting for echo or something like that. So it is. So you you'll you'll be watching these new productions with the with, being able to hear it as if you know it's like a new production, like you're watching on a TV. I mean, it's it's just cool. You know, thinking of all that, putting that together. I think that is awesome. Um, It'll be interesting to see what the end result of this is. That people will become so accustomed to watching it this way that. They might not want to come back into the building. I don't think that'll be the oh, case. But. No, I, I, I love watching these new productions film, but uh, once once we can get back into doing live shows at full or near full capacity, I'm going to... I'm going to be back in the theater, either watching and or on stage, I hope. Oh, yeah, thank you. No, I, I love, and I think yeah. many people feel the same way, that, you know, that it is one of those things. It's, it's you know, they're both, and this experience watching it is great, um, and it's, but it's one of those things, you know, people love, people love watching well, shows you know, live, it, but it's, yeah. It was interesting because, you know, we really had no idea how it would turn out when we did it, but I was, I was pleased it came together so well and was such a positive you know, experience and the, and the feedback that we've received has been great. Um, except for, like I said, a couple of tick ticketing issues where, um, people couldn't quite figure out how to, how to get access to it, but we've worked those out. Um, and we're, you know, dealing with those issues moving forward. Cause again, it's the first time you do anything, right. Um, that's new, it's going to be a little, you know, learning curve getting in there, but, this this far exceeded my expectations yeah. of being a really rewarding experience, and um, uh, yeah, I'm 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 pleased that we have uh, something to do until we can get back to doing what we do. Yeah, and I was even talking um, about the a, a little bit with Mary Kate Smith a couple of days ago, last Saturday, and I was uh -huh. talking about the like like just how easy it was to like watch this production where i mean even if there were a couple technical glitches here and there with the tick with the um some of the ticket i mean just w when you buy the ticket they say here is the code or here is the link to watch it and you just click it and like there it is i mean it was like wow right. that's because i because before the show started i gave myself about like 15 minutes i'm like all right i need to you know get the ticket i need to set everything up on my tv no i just like i bought the ticket and i um clicked on the link and like there was the live stream and it said starting soon i'm like all right this is super yeah i know yeah. exactly you know and, and just and just to be you know totally honest yeah sometimes it's it's the person's le level of of uh confidence in their abilities with the computer yeah um sometimes it's it's not even an age-related thing some people are just more at ease with technology right and it, it was really simple I, I had a a really easy time getting to the stream and some people who aren't as used to some of the newer technology that was a little baffling at times. Now, how do you do this and what do I press? And, yeah. but really it, it really is pretty straightforward. And I think once people get used to it, it is, you know, easiest, well, easiest pie, I think is the saying I grew up with, but yeah. pie is not necessarily easy. Yeah. Uh, it's really easy <laughs> uh, to do. So I think once people get accustomed to how this operates and they, they um, know what to expect, I, I think it, there'll be, you know, Free sailing from there. Yeah. 
Good. Well, I yes, absolutely. The you have um also um I just saw recently the event page went up for the gala, which is coming up later this right. month, and we we talked about that a little bit a couple episodes ago. But um, if if you want to talk a little bit more about that again, um, and a little bit about what um how that's going to go, if it's going to be a similar uh similar to the show ticks, if you guys are using that to uh sure to, to put that on well, as well, it, it is a little different. Um, you know, in the past, gosh, since the Hoagland's been open, we've done a gala each year, which mm-hmm. is our major fundraiser, and. It's turned into the past five years. We've had a Broadway star come in. We've had Andrea McArdle, who was the original Annie, mm-hmm. and Ken Page, who starred on Broadway um, in Ain't Misbehaven, and he was Oogie Boogie in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Mm-hmm. We've had a, a, a you know a full-fledged Broadway star come in to perform for us. We've had a dinner. We've had you know a silent auction, and it's all been in one tight room with over 160 people. We can't do that this year. Yeah. So we're doing it a little different. So we, we sent out invitations, which will be hitting pretty soon. And basically it's just, you know, please donate to the Hoagland during this difficult time so people can just send a check in for, you know, $25 or $50 or whatever they feel comfortable with. And then on October 25th, which is the Sunday night at 7 o'clock, we're going to stream our gala for free. You don't have to buy a ticket for this. Mm. If you would, that'd be great. We'd appreciate it. But you don't have to. And um, we're going to stream it on YouTube. And we're going to do the YouTube premiere and Facebook premiere on Facebook Live. And it's going to be about an hour-long show. We've um, contacted 12 different performers who've been on Broadway. Um, Many of them are, are friends of people in our community. Many of them are people I went to college with or high school with, even in some case, one case. Mm-hmm. And so there's there's a connection to each person, but we've got a, just an incredible lineup of talent. Anna McNeely, who uh, starred in Gypsy with Tyne Daly and Bette Midler, uh, she was in mm-hmm. the original cast of Cats as Jenny Annie Dots. She was in the original cast of Disney's Beauty and the Beast. She and I did a show, um, Beauty and the Beast, actually, at the nice. Little Theater in the Square in Sullivan a couple of years ago. And she graciously recorded a video for us. Ernie Sabella, who was the Lion uh, Pumbaa in the Lion King movie. Nice. Um, he was on Broadway in Chicago in Guys and Dolls with Nathan Lane. Uh, Timothy Shu is a college friend of uh, Carla Wilhelm here in town. All right. And uh, Carla contacted Tim, and uh, he graciously, they went to Milliken together. He graciously sent us a videotape. Um, his main claim to fame, he starred in Les Mis on Broadway as Jean Valjean. All right. Um, he, he was also in Guys and Dolls with Nathan Lane. Um, uh, Seth Rudetsky, who is famous for his Sirius yep. XM show, and he's been in several Broadway shows. Pamela Myers uh, went to my college uh, years right. before I did, but uh, she started in the original production of Stephen Sondheim's Company. Um, she was in the revival of Into the Woods with Vanessa Williams. She provided a clip for us. Uh, Tamar Green, who was George Washington in the Chicago and Broadway companies of Hamilton. He was All in the right. Broadway company when they were shut down. Mm. He uh, provided a tape for us, and he's just great. Yeah. Michael Gruber is a high school friend of mine, and Mike went on to Broadway. He's been in Chorus Line, both the original production and the revival. He's one of the only actors to have been uh, in both productions. Hmm. He was in Cats, and he was on the video version of Cats with, um, with Elaine Page. He All was right. in Swing, Miss Saigon, My Favorite Year. Lindsay mm-hmm. Grimble, who's a Springfield native, she oh, was yeah. in broad, on Broadway in Rocktopia. 
Mm-hmm. And she recently played the lead in the Sight and Sound Theater's production of Jesus, which was broadcast on national television. Uh, Lindsay's a wonderful talent. Oh, yeah. Jason Grah, who's a wonderful performer. He played the Wizard in Wicked on tour. He was um, Houdini in Ragtime in L.A. He was the original Sparky in Forever Plaid. He uh, was another college acquaintance of mine who provided a tape. Courtney Young uh, from Springfield, who's been in Young Frankenstein, the producers and Little Me, she sent us a very nice message about the importance of the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Walton, another friend of mine from college, he was in Merrily We Roll Along, 42nd Street, Come From Away, Crazy For You, She Loves Me, Sunset Boulevard with Glenn Close. He's been in, a, he's been in, in you know, 20 or 30 Broadway shows. He sent a tape. And then finally, Kate Baldwin, who um, is just this beautiful, talented soprano, beautiful voice, she was in Hello, Dolly! with Bette Midler. She played um, Mrs. Malloy. Mm-hmm. She was in Big Fish, um, Finian's Rainbow. So it's just a, a star-studded event. And Justin Carter from Channel 20, right. Vanessa Ferguson, who's our assistant director, and I will kind of host and introduce our guests. But it's all on video. All right. We'll be you know, doing pleas for donations or a request for donations during the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, people can, you know, contact us on our website or call the box office or go to our, um, our PayPal. But it's, it's really kind of a fun thing. We're, we're going to broaden our audience with this because when we do it on site, we can only have 160 people. Yeah. But this way, and by, by allowing it to be seen by as many people as we can, you know, we can, we can broaden our scope. And, um, and many of these people give important messages about, you know, supporting the arts locally because that's where they all got their starts. They all got their starts in community theater and in high school or college theater. And um, they just want to remind everybody that it's important to support the arts right now. And because uh, that's how you get Broadway shows. That's how you get Netflix. That's yeah. how you get movies. Um, that's where it all starts is at, at this level, yes, at the educational level and at the community level that that's where these people get their starts to become, you know, the next Patti Lapone or Bette Midler or, or, you know, any of the Broadway stars. Right. There's, and there's so many. So that's October 25th at seven o'clock. I go to the Hoagland Facebook page and watch it live on Facebook live or on the Hoagland's YouTube page. And you can watch it um, at that time as well. All right, good. Well, that is going to be amazing. I cannot wait to see it. And, um, Make sure that you guys watch it and also donate because, like we said, um, the arts are very important to, of course, not just us, but everybody. They may not know it, but everybody, um, you know, really. I mean, this is going to be a wonderful (laughs) event, and I can't wait to see it. You also have um, Dracula coming up. That's going to be later in um, – that's going to be right around Halloween, right? That's going to be right after uh, this. Exactly, and we are we are doing that show with um, the show ticks for you. Mm-hmm. It'll be a ticketed event, so people can watch it at the comfort of their own home on their you know smart TV or on their their laptop or iPad or whatever. But it's the the conceit is that it's a 1940s radio show, mm-hmm. and we're we're presenting the play Dracula. So you'll see the actors on stage with their 1940s costumes and their scripts. They'll be reading the script, but the the music and the sound effects will all be created live right in front of you. So all the creaking coffins and creaking doors and the bats flying, that will all be created by um, Mary Watts Myers Mm -hmm. and the cast. Uh, Mary's our sound effects guru and our percussionist extraordinaire. And that's kind of a, a, you know, we've done these radio shows in the past, but 
doing a, a radio show play streaming on video on your computer is 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 a lot to wrap your head around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it'll be fun for people to watch and. You know, there won't be quite as many Halloween activities this year, so maybe you know people will get a kick out of this. Yeah, I think so. It, it'll be uh, it'll be definitely fun to watch, and it will be fun to hear all the different uh, right. you know sort of yeah all the all the sound effects being created. Uh, my Mary Myers, who if you have seen a show in this town uh, with a drummer. Good chance that Mary yeah. Myers would play the drums for it. She's amazing, and she will do a wonderful job, I'm sure, with all these sound effects. That's yes, going to be cool. Hey, um, one other thing to mention uh, from the from the Hoagland standpoint, um, we're working with the Illinois Times. They are presenting the Rocky Horror Picture Show yes. at the Route 66 Drive-In Theater, and that's going to be on um, the Friday, October 23rd, and Saturday, October 24th. There's four performances I think there's an 8 o'clock showing, and I think there's a midnight showing yep. both nights. 8 midnight, um, yep. And I think it's going to be great fun. There'll be uh, the Bill Bowser and the Rochester um, uh, Fine Arts Department will be selling prop kits like they have for us here at the, the center when we've done nice. Rocky Horror. And uh, you'll get to see the movie. And, uh, again, another fun thing to do for the safety of your own car um, at, the, at the Route 66 drive-in. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a, a fun thing to do for Halloween. Yes, it's um, um, yes, and I uh, I I, re I recently uh, talked a little bit, wrote a little bit about that. It's like um, you know the the uh, the Rocky Horror Show has been put on for the past ten years, every single year around this time uh, by ADHD right. Productions at the Hoagland Center for the Arts, and it is you know it is for the people who um, are involved with it every year, love to see it every year. You know, it's unfortunate that the live version will not be on this year, but this is a great way because, you know, the cult classic movie, um, you know, people will be able to go see it. Um, all the people will be able to yell at the, you know, yell at the screen, have fun with their friends, <laughs> right. get all the, um, you know, yeah, of course get all the props and everything. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So that's that'll be another it is. and it and it benefits you know, the We wanted lit. to do it here of course, but there's just no way. Yeah. Uh, you talk about socially distancing, there's no way to socially distance without a production. Right. Uh, the house is packed, people are, you know, have been imbibing a little bit and had a good time and they're all up dancing. So there's just no way to do that in a safe way during a pandemic. So this is a way to watch the show from the comfort of your own car, you know, have that communal experience at Halloween and I think still have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, but that's going to be great. Make sure you mark your calendars for that as well. So then we got these uh, these two cast recordings are coming up of shows, uh, popular shows, Lame as a Robin, uh, the stage version of Mary Poppins. These were live productions that, um, although I don't think the video is available, they recorded the cast recordings live mixed from these productions. So, um, so, we, right. so, you, so you can hear, because a lot of cast recordings, of course, you know, recorded in a studio and they have multiple takes to stand anything. But if it's live, you know, they're mixing the instruments live. I mean, it's similar to what happened with, you know, songs for new world, mixing the instruments and everything live as the production's going. And so the, these new cast recordings are of, and you talked to me a little bit about these there of the, of Les Miserables and of Mary Poppins. And these were London productions. Um, and those, right. so these are and Mary Poppins is going to be released on November 6th. And uh, Les Mis is going to be released on November 20th. It's a staged concert. Both of these albums are being released by First Night Records and Warner mm -hmm. Music uh, through uh, Cameron McIntosh. And, of course, Cameron McIntosh does all the big shows in London oh, yeah. and has been just, um, you know, 
kind of a superstar in London with all the productions that he's helped usher to the stage. But this will be done in front of a live audience, so you'll hear the reaction. It'll be different from a lot of cast recordings yeah. in the fact that you'll hear the audience laugh, you'll hear the audience applaud, You'll hear the audience cheer, so that makes it a more vivid experience. Yeah. In Les Mis, and then you'll have your own copy. You can download it, more than likely, and you can, or you can buy your own copy from yeah. First Night Records. Yeah, I was, I, yep, yes, and as I was going to say, Les Mis, you might even hear the audience cry because that's a uh, it's, right. It's like, kind right. of that's depressing at times, but people, it's beautiful. You know, yeah. Gosh, how many years has it been? Thirty years now? Oh my God. Maybe more. Um, it just. It's still as popular today as it was when it first came out. It's yeah. still a sensation, and people absolutely love it. Yes, so those will be two live uh, cast recordings you'll be able to listen to in the next, uh, uh, just uh, next month. Um, and b- before those, you have um, you are able to watch Songs for a New World again, because that is, uh, or if you had not yet caught it yet, you are able to watch it, uh, that is being extended for the next two months into January 10th, I believe, is when you'll be able yeah, to watch it until. we're going to run it through the end of, end of the year and into the early next part of next year. You can watch it video on demand, so you can buy your ticket and you can watch it whenever you want to. The catch is, just like uh, your DVR at home, once you are Amazon Prime, once yeah. you start the video... You then have 48 hours to finish it, but you can rewind. You can, you know, you can watch parts over again if you want to. If there was a song you particularly like, and one other one other thing that was of interest, I thought for our conversation was the Tony Awards were announced today. Yeah, and they haven't decided when the ceremony is going to be yet, but they announced the Tony Awards, and it's very interesting. And and they're only a, you know a handful of shows because. Most of the big musicals will open in March, April, and May uh, as they approach the deadline. But this year we had the shows from the fall to early March. Mm-hmm. So not everything, you know, Mrs. Doubtfire is not listed in there. And a lot of the other shows that were about to open didn't make it. But I'm looking through the list of the performers and um, the directors who are nominated. And for best performance by an actor in a leading role in a musical, there is only one nominee, which I think is the first time that's ever happened. Mm. Aaron Schmidt from Moulin Rouge is the only one nominated. I don't okay. know why that is. There's at least three shows that were up for Best Musical. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, mm. Yeah, Jagged mm. Little Pill, Moulin Rouge, and then Tina, the Tina Turner musical, and I, I guess there wasn't a leading man maybe in the Tina Turner musical. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's they're, they're trying to move forward with this. This will be online, I believe. Um, instead of, you know, on CBS like it has been in the past. Right. Yeah, still no official word on when this year's ceremony to be held virtually will take place. We'll just have to keep tuned for that. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll keep tuned on that because, I yeah, I mean, it was interesting to say I saw on uh, Facebook today, I saw a couple of posts about the Tony Awards, and I was like, wow, because usually I watch it every year, and I'm just like, I have a... Uh, sure. I just... I just you know, I mean, I guess with everything going on, it wasn't even on my radar, technically, you know, just, I don't even, you know, it, I didn't even know they were doing Tony Awards this year, to be honest, so right. I didn't know, right. but yeah, so we'll... Uh, well, one of the, the best supporting actor, they have five nominees from Moulin Rouge, Jagged Little Pill, and Tina Turner musical, Tina. Yeah. Um, Danny Burstein is one of the actors nominated for the best featured role in a musical, mm-hmm. and Danny uh, Burstein has had his story chronicled. 
he was one of the actors in Moulin Rouge that caught COVID early on. Oh. And he was hospitalized and was in serious shape. And they did a follow-up report in the New York Times. He's still not fully recovered. He still hasn't got his energy back 100% mm. or his lung capacity. Um, so it'll be interesting. This, you know, his, his career might have been permanently affected by this disease or theoretically yeah. and um how cool that he was at least nominated for this performance yeah. uh, that he has suffered greatly for uh since covid came around yeah yeah i um yeah i i knew i i had forgotten about that so yeah that's that that is and it, considering covid attacks your lungs i mean you have to be able to sing um in a musical or especially in a play if you're talking for 2 hours in a live performance you got to you know the lung capacity to talk and act and do everything so yeah that's um right yeah so i that's just you know, one yeah. of the tragic stories associated with this terrible yeah. disease yeah so we will have um, we will be looking out for the Tony Awards and uh, make sure to catch Songs for a New World if you have not yet or if you just want to watch it again I wouldn't blame you I, I might have to watch it again myself and uh, of course <laughs> catch um, look out for the gala which is coming up uh, the Rocky Horror is going to be out at the Route 66 drive-in, the proceeds from it benefit the Hoagland, or at least partial proceeds will go to the Hoagland, and Songs for a New World will be, uh, Spirit of Lincoln will be, Spirit of Lincoln, Spirit of Lincoln, yes, will be sometime next month, they are still working out the details on it, but it will be next month, you'll be able to watch that, so lots of art coming up that you'll be able to take part in. Gus, thank you so much for joining me once again for this. Kevin, thank you very much, you have a great weekend. You too.